Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Welcome back to Minute 14, also dubbed the Dust Minute. Uh, We've been building up to this for several minutes. And you know what? We have decided to invite guest speaker Anthony Phillips back once again. Welcome, Anthony! Yay! And this time I have a mug. I'm drinking out of a mug. I feel like it's an official show now. Like, Like, maybe I should stay. I should just be here. We belong. We belong together. Okay, all right. So, we do not want to hear me singing. Minute 14 begins with We May Not Have Much to Worry About, which is the second half of the sentence that starts with, you know, now that we're dead. Um, And it ends with a look at the kitchen, or at least facing the kitchen, even if we don't actually walk into the kitchen yet. So. Who wants to start? I, 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 I want to start. Can I start? Taylor? Yes! So finally, I get to talk about the dust. <laughs> so at first I thought there was a lot of inconsistency with the dust coming by minute by minute. Until we got to this minute. <clears throat> and I was watching all the minutes and I realized that maybe there's a little bit more to Tim Burton and his planning on the film than just willy-nilly throwing it around. So it occurred to me that they're in the attic and she sits down and the dust flies up. The book also has dust on it. But I also made a comment earlier that when she laid on the bed, no dust flew up. So whenever they're in any of the rooms, there's no dust. But at the beginning of the one minute where she's actually in the attic, when they were working on the diorama, she's actually cleaning away cobwebs and sits on the, on the couch, dust flies up. But it occurred to me afterwards, and I don't know why it didn't occur to me before, that the reason the rest of the house is clean and doesn't have dust is because... Jane is selling it and has cleaned the rest of the house but put everything else in storage in the attic. I was thinking that. And so, not inconsistency after all. The Mm -hmm. fact is is that there was no dust on the rest of the house because it had been cleaned. It was ready for the sale. I was thinking that, but there might be something in the next minute that sort of goes... I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But also, too, if if they were there in funeral attire, which we've already discussed in Mm -hmm. the previous minute... Then she did this pretty quickly, so it might have been a quick clean. So I'm just saying, but it, but it was, I think, for the sale. I think she already knew she had a buyer wanted to get it cleaned up quickly for what happens in this minute. Because right. if they did just show up in funeral attire, and then this family shows up to buy it, that's within literally minutes. Right. So I agree. I think that's a brilliant um, observation about why the bedroom where they're sleeping is not dusty, and yet the attic is. However, the oh. bedroom. <laughs> oh, wait, let me start with mine first, because yes, I think yours please. is yes. going to not negate mine, but <laughs> I, I, yes, actually, we're going to have a debate, a small debate. <laughs> um, okay, so everyone who's ever slept in the same bed with their, you know, their sweetheart, they understand when one hogs the covers over, you know. Oh, yes. And I kind of love the, that we think that's going to be the joke until he rolls all the way over and we realize she's floating. It's like an extra joke which I kind of like, but I know that Anthony may not have. Well, there's two reasons that I don't. I like the sweetness of it, the fact that mm-hmm. they're still a couple and he hogs the covers, and even though they're dead, these 
these little relationship quirks continue, and that's nice. Except there's two problems with this. One is I feel that, one, it's kind of like the horse thing. We don't have any clear indication as to why this is happening. It doesn't really get referred to later, and it just seems arbitrary because you just want to show off some cool special effects because you haven't done any in a while. The other problem I have with it is is that there's a giveaway because she's literally laying in front of the dr- the dresser that's next to the bed, and so you already know she's not on the bed before she ever rolls over, so it kind of telegraphs the move before it happens. So I'm kind of like, the head. she's not even on the bed. You can see it clearly before he rolls over. So that that's kind of my thing with it. So. Well, it is sort of a quick, and obviously you're not really set up aside from the ghost, the ghost horse. Um, <laughs> ghost horse, ghost horse. <laughs> there, uh, there really isn't a whole lot of telegraphing about their dead. So I think it was yeah. probably just a little bit. I mean, I agree that it, it doesn't it <clears throat> really think about it. Really doesn't make sense, especially because when she right. obviously physically interacts, she hits the floor. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's like sometimes she's she's in the world and sometimes she isn't but um, it doesn't bother me that much it was just that when you break something down in a minute and you're trying to find something to talk about you really do hone in on the little things mm-hmm. and True. so if I watched it as a whole it probably wouldn't bother me of course when I was I don't know how old I was when this movie came out I was I was a kid so I probably just thought cool she's floating you know I didn't think mm-hmm. about it then so right yeah. um, which brings me to something that I never noticed before until we started watching things you know as minute by minute um, all along, all this time, I've been thinking that Adam and Barbara could not have children. That was my thought. Until I noticed on the mantle next to their bed, there is a picture of a young baby. There's a baby picture there. And there's not a baby picture on the other side like a his and hers baby picture. It's just a lone picture. Which then called to mind, where is the baby if they're in the afterlife? Why isn't it in the house? Unless... As Anthony mentioned in the previous minute, only the people who died in that house are in that house. And I did have a theory about that, too, which goes back to the horses, too, that maybe the horses weren't arbitrary because the room that the horses were in did have a bed, but it was not their bedroom. So it makes me wonder if either maybe they did have a daughter at one point in time, and that's why they latch onto Lydia, or they had a nephew or a niece or somebody who used to stay in the house who was also because those are all toy horses yeah so it does make me wonder and they didn't have horses that we saw anywhere although we did see cows um and i don't even know if they were there as i'm pretty much assuming it was just like a neighboring farm or whatever but but i am wondering if maybe there was a child in their life maybe Mm -hmm. as a niece or or something Mm -hmm. of that nature yeah going from the mundanity um is that a word? I like that word. I'm just wondering. <laughs> it is now. now. <laughs> Go ahead you heard it here, folks. Yes, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be the, the, the random... Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to be the... We're talking about all this deep stuff, and all I can think of is, man, cows smell bad. <laughs> if they're right next to that house. I'm pretty sure the Dietzes would immediately kick all the cows away. <laughs> Literally kick the cows away. Well, that that woman would point. kick anything away. <laughs> oh, the other funny thing, because obviously, you know, we're we're set up. This is a supernatural comedy. Um, you know, there are supernatural things happening. So when uh, the earthquake happens, and it's very clearly looking like an earthquake, you can see this. But he did air quotes around the earthquake. Yes, they. Um, 
first first timers. So I don't know. I I noted. I I felt this. You know, maybe it was one of those. Oh, is something happening in the afterlife? You know, is something? You know, people from the living are crossing crossing their threshold. But no, it's just bad eighties movers. <laughs> Has there ever been a movie where the movers haven't been horrible? <laughs> well, also it, it it underlines the um, running disrespect for the home too mm. when that. Big metal. I don't even know what that is. It's like some sort like of dolly couch thing. Or something. Yeah, yeah just the couch was on the dolly. Yeah. Into it. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, is her reaction. I'm completely to, with her with this one. Well, but her reaction on it was funny because she doesn't even like the house. She just doesn't like the fact that somebody else messed with her crap, and she mm. wants to show her disdain for people beneath her. Like, right. it's, it's, she doesn't care about the house. The house could burn down. She wouldn't care. She doesn't even want to live out in the Makes country. Makes it easier to start over. Exactly. <laughs> she doesn't want to live in the country in the first place. She she wants to go back to the city and do her art. So she doesn't care what happens to that staircase. She just wants to be mad at somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, Speaking be of being at mad point. at somebody, um, I'm kind of wondering. I mean, they're a great foil for the, um, oh, what are their last names? Adam and Barbara. Were, oh, Maitlands. Maitlands. For the Maitlands, the Dietzes. Yes, because this is the moment where we the meet Dietzes, the Dietzes. We're not quite sure, especially at the beginning, how these two ever got married. Even just by the <laughs> way they're dressed, she is so city slicker, a high high maintenance, and he is so, I'm wearing my Cosby sweater He's... and my khakis. And, and of course, embracing the country life, and she just screams city life just looking at well, he does too, but he he definitely seems like one of those. He's trying really hard to be the, and it's not, not right. working at all. So, and you can tell she's thrilled about the kitchen, even though she hasn't seen it yet. She would have been thrilled about any kitchen. She would not have been thrilled. Well, as soon as they walk in the door, you know exactly who these people are. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure words. she doesn't go into the kitchen. Does yeah. she cook? I'm pretty sure she I'm doesn't. Pretty sure she has yeah. stuff catered. Exactly. <laughs> Good luck with that in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> thank you so much for coming and joining us again, Anthony, for minute number 14. You're welcome. We'll just ask one question. Is, is, is the Lydia moment coming up soon? Oh, it might be. could be is this that, week it, even. Is that the next minute? Because uh, I really would like to stick around for the Winona Ryder reveal. Well, well, we might just have to invite you back again before yes. the end of the week, I think. That would be great. On that note, guys, have a wonderful day, and we will see you back here tomorrow on the Beetlejuice Minute. Until next time, save us some popcorn, and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.